This is the Leaders World and it's brought to you by Leaders World Institute. And what is Leaders World Institute? Leaders World Institute is a leadership organization that builds, equips and trains leaders for um, excellence in the ministry and in the marketplace. And Leaders World Institute has the passion to transform lives one leader at a time. Today, our topic is servant or leader, servant or leader. There is a lot of conversation about leadership and servanthood, but what is leadership and what is servanthood? We are going to be having lots of um, eye-opening conversations as far as these concepts are concerned with us in the studio this hour. Uh, we have Mr. Ryan Hansberger. Hello, Mr. Ryan. Hello, how are you? Awesome, fantastic. Mr. Ryan Hansberger is a skilled communicator with a passion for leadership, coaching, and mentoring. He believes that we should never give up on the process of development. Uh, Ryan and his wife, Brianna, and their ch three children currently reside in South Central Pennsylvania. So we are really, really thankful to have you. Thank you for coming. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it. Sure. Also, we have with us Mr. Raphael Dijon. Mr. Raphael Dijon. Hello, sir. Hello, Mr. Raphael Dijon. Are you there? Can you hear me? Hello, hello. <laughs> Mr. Rafael Dijon is a pastor, missionary, and entrepreneur. He ministers and helps in community development around the world. His real estate company, Master Property Management, operates in Africa and in the USA. He creates jobs and adds value to people. And that is why he also created iLead Global. Highly global um, trains and equips leaders around the world for success. Mr. Rafael is married with five children. Sir, we are glad to have you. With us, thank also you, thank you. I'm so Beautiful. so happy to be here with you guys. Beautiful. With us also in the studio is. Um, Ralph, Ralph Echu, and he has been described by friends, uh, trusted friends and trainees alike as a born leader. His heart for leadership has earned him positions in international organizations like Haggai Institute, and he is also a committed entrepreneur and a leader of many non-governmental organizations that are impacting the lives of people around the world. He is married and he is a bishop elect for Global Assembly. Sir, we are so glad to have you. The pleasure is indeed mine. Well, um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of The Leaders world we are truly thankful that you're here with us and we hope to make it um, an exciting moment adding value to one another during this session for your corporate and personal needs ladies world institute changing lives 
one liter at a time. Well, we are going to begin with the first um, question that I know our viewers are eager to learn about, and that is servanthood. What is servanthood? What does this really mean? We hear it a lot about the servant leader, and there is a lot of talk um, at leadership circles about people-centric leadership and servant leadership. But what is servanthood? Um, I'm going to direct my question to Mr. Raphael Dijon. What is servanthood, sir? I, I, I believe uh, the uh, servanthood, um, you know, when, when we talk about leadership, we talk about service. We talk about servant, uh, servant leader. Uh, uh, I, I, I know sometimes when we talk about, you know, when we talk about leadership uh, or servanthood, it is, I think it's a leader. It's a position of leader, the person who is, uh, uh, who's really to push themselves and, and push themselves on the side and truly uh, really step in and serve others. Uh, so th that's, uh, and we, we can see an example, the example of the Lord Jesus, for example. He was the, the guy on front. He was the guy who couldn't stay up late. He was the guy who couldn't go extra high for others. So uh, I, I, I believe it's a style of leadership, particularly the, the, the style we really walk today. Wow. Thank you so much. I like how you put it. You say it's someone who is willing to push themselves aside so that they can serve others. Sir Ryan Hansberger will be glad to hear from you your thoughts on servanthood. Yes, thank you. I agree with my brother there. Um, it is about more of the team, more of the, the ultimate goal. It's, it's less about self. You know, obviously, when we hear about being a leader, it kind of points to an individual. But servanthood is more about putting the team first. Um, I've, always, I've always felt that. And I do agree also that as a servant, that is leadership. And we'll get to leadership being influenced, I'm sure. But as a servant, you can do the same thing just by serving. And allowing other people to see, by example, how you're putting the team first. I like how you emphasize putting the team first. And by example, putting the team first. Servanthood, um, Dr. Ralph Echu. What is it? Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. You know, I was just looking at this word and I saw that it's a kind of compound word. And the first part of this is servant and the next part is hood. And I was just trying to do a definition of who a servant is. And I discovered that the servant can be defined as someone who is like an attendant, someone who is a helper, someone who plays a role and that role will be a role like a supporting role. And um, I, I was just looking at this, this um, uh, uh, role and, and it became clear to me that servanthood 
It's the mystery pathway to sustain greatness. Ask Joseph. He will tell you that his role in the house of Potiphar as lead servant was where the skills were acquired. And he distinguished himself in that position. And even when he was in prison, he still served others by interpreting their dreams. And he did that to Pharaoh and he rose to greatness in Egypt. Servanthood, the mystery pathway to sustain greatness. I just like how you unlock the aspect of greatness and linking it up with servanthood. You know, we sometimes have the notion that a servant is the underdog the servant is is not the great person it's the lowest person like how do we reconcile this let's find out from mr ryan how do we reconcile servanthood and greatness mr ryan well the way that he said was was correct. I, I I agree with that. But with greatness, I mean, obviously, we look at Jesus again as that example that he served. You know, all those people were hungry, and his disciples uh, who were serving him, right? They they wanted to push the people away, have them go get their own food. But he looked at it quickly and and decided that was a great opportunity to continue to serve. It's not that he wasn't tired. It's not that he may have not been pushed to his physical limits with, with throughout the day. But greatness means that regardless of how you feel in the flesh, you still do what you expect uh, to be done and you serve. Wow. Regardless of how you feel, you still know, wow. you still do what needs to be done so that you can serve. Do we think that the notion of greatness and servanthood can be reconciled, Mr. Dijon? Uh, yes, I, I believe. Um, matter of fact, when we talk about greatness, uh, it has to be a service. The greatness can be only be discovered through a service. So. Um, if you want, when we say serving hood, serving hood, uh, or when we talk about leadership, there's no way we can achieve greatness without being a servant. So the true pathway to go from wherever you are and really, really, or or, or even when, when, before we talk about serving or greatness, you have to serve, and it's the only, it's the first step, just like what Bishop just said earlier. Uh, about, about Joseph, he was a servant. His greatness was discovered through his service. And I, I know today uh, we lack the position. You know, we want the position and not the process will take us to the position. Just like what Bishop just said about Joseph. So I believe to unlock that greatness, you go through service. Um, so it, 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 there's no way you can have a greatness without being a servant, a great servant. Wow, wow, wow. 
We want the position. We don't want the process. Greatness can only be discovered through servanthood. It is a service. Whatever you call it, it's supposed to be a service. Wow. Thank you so much. This is, this is like so enlightening. Let's look at the concept of leadership um, itself. Leadership, leadership. How would we define leadership? What is leadership? How can we explain it to our viewers? What is leadership? And we'll be asking um, Dr. Echu. Leadership? <laughs> wow. I would define leadership as the act of guiding, directing, and showing the way. And not just by actions, but by, I would say, a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. there, are, there are varying positions, there are varying uh, levels of leadership. And the lowest level is the positional leadership, where people because they have been assigned a given title, they, they, they believe that they have just become leaders by the title. And I would want to say that a leader is one who knows the way and who shows the way and who goes that way. And he would inspire followers to be able to come after him. Wow. A leader without a follower, according to John Maxwell, is just someone taking a walk. <laughs> yeah, John, John Maxwell is, is one of my mentors as far as leadership. And Mr. Dijon and myself, we are certified coaches with the John Maxwell team. And our mentor, he says, leadership influence Nothing less, nothing more. It's just about influence. Mr. Ryan, leadership, what is this concept? What does it mean? How can you explain it to us? Well, I knew that you guys were going to go there. Um, obviously, I want to keep it as simple as possible. Leadership is influence. But I also want to break it down that, you know, often our... Our, our misconceptions or our, our preconceptions, I should say, of, of what a leader is, we think of, you know, the top of a company or the top of, of a team or the one that makes the decisions. But I like to break it down further. It's anybody who leads. It's anybody who has influence. You may not even have that position, the title of a leader, you know, a vice president or a CEO but you're still leading the people that you have influence with. And so that's regardless of whether you hold currently a position where other people would look at you as a leader and call you a leader, you're still leading, whether it's as small as somebody in your family or a friend or a coworker. Wow. So wherever there is influence, there is leadership. Yes. Wow. That's the mind. Yeah, so, so eye-opening and, and enlightening. I also, um, Mas Monroe, he says, leadership is the capacity to influence. You see the word influence coming up again. Mas Monroe says, leadership is the capacity to influence others through inspiration, 
motivation, passion, generated by vision, and produced by a conviction ignited by a purpose. And I'll read it again. Leadership is the capacity to wow. influence others through inspiration, motivated by passion, generated by vision, produced by a conviction, ignited by a purpose. Servanthood or leadership. Servant or leader. Who is a leader? Uh, I'd like us to look at um, these two concepts, the concept of leadership and, and the concept of servanthood. Are these two mutually exclusive? Can we have the one without the other? Is it really possible to be a servant without being a leader? Is it possible to be a leader without a servant? I know we've been talking about this and we've touched it already, but when we come back, stay tuned. For your corporate and personal needs. Ladies World Institute, changing lives, one leader at a time. I have actually had conversations with people who said, oh, you see, there is so much talk about leadership, 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 but it's supposed to be servanthood, servanthood, servanthood. And I'm standing there and wondering, okay, what is leadership? And um, what is servanthood? Like, are these two concepts mutually exclusive? Can we have the one without having the other? Can you actually be a leader without being a servant? Can you be a servant without being a leader? This is Leaders World Institute. We build, equip, and train leaders for excellence in the marketplace and in the ministry. This broadcast is The Leaders World, brought to you by Leaders World Institute. And in the studio, we have Mr. Ryan Hansberger, we have Mr. Raphael Deschamps, we have Mr. Ralph Echu, and they are doing a fantastic job just having this conversation with me. Um, let us know what you think about the broadcast and let us know by you commenting on the broadcast, how can we make it better? Because we are here to add value and to serve your needs. Mr. Dijon, are these two concepts mutually exclusive? Can we actually have the one without the other? Wow, that, that's uh, actually a great point. And, uh, you know, just uh, what you said early, uh, or what we said early, um, when we talking about a server news. Now, even the low level of leadership, which is uh, uh, the, 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 the appointment, uh, you, we, we, people are appointed in a position, you know, which is the position of leadership. When you have been appointed is to serve. Um, so the appointment, when you, 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 you know, you get appointed somewhere, you have to start by serving. So the true leadership, uh, 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 the, 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 the truth is that you cannot be a leader and not serve. Uh, I know for some of us who have a background, we came from Africa, uh, sometimes we confuse with the kingship. 
where you, you can be a lazy guy and put on a throne. And whatever you get on the throne, you oppress people and people serve you, people feed you, uh, people, you know, work for you. You don't need to give direction. You can be accountable. Uh, sometimes we have that misconception because we probably, you know, we were brought up, see leader who, you know, who are actually there, just uh, hold a position or, or office and which the people have to do everything, find solution for them and really nurture them and just serve them while the leaders sit back and fold a hand because he's the king. Um, and, and that's the, I think that's the mis misconception people have between the leadership and servant. So every leader, if you think you are a leader, if you call yourself a leader, you must be that person who serves the people you are leading. You have to find a way. You have to get uh, people. You have to influence people uh, positively. You have to find a solution for the people you are leading. Uh, so I, I believe you cannot have one and not have another. Matter of fact, it says it, it means the same thing. If you ask, you know, if you give the definition of serving, we just say what Bishop say or, or, or what uh, uh, Ryan say. It's almost the same thing. It's it's it's, it's really the same thing. Uh, so as a leader, first of all, we have to see ourselves as a servant. Uh, if you call yourself a leader, you are calling yourself servant. You have to influence. You have to be intentional. You have to, you really get with people and add value to them. And that, that's, that's what I believe. Wow. I could just feel your heart. I could just feel your heart and I could feel your passion. Thank you so much for saying it and saying it the way you said it. I could just feel your heart. And I know that our leaders are also feeling your heart. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you just listen to Mr. Raphael Dijon. He is um, the founder of the leadership group or organization called I Lead Global. I lead global. If you go online and you just type I lead global, you are going to find out, uh, you will be able to find out more about I lead global and what Mr. Rafael Dijon does around the world with this leadership organization. Thank you so much for coming to share this wisdom with us on this broadcast. We're looking at um, the question. These two concepts, leadership and servanthood, are they mutually exclusive, Mr. Ryan? I would say that most people, um, I, think, I think they know that you can't have one without the other, but there are still going to be people who say, oh, I don't want to be a leader, I'm not a leader, I only want to serve. But if leadership really is influence, and we know that to be true, by the way that they serve, will lead other people. It may lead the person right beside them that also only wants to serve. And and, and, I, and I like how Raphael put it. Um, you can't really unmarry those two. I mean, mm. you can you can think you can think that you are, but you're really missing the power of having those two married together. It's like peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter's fine, jelly's fine, but when you put them together, it's a new creation. And so if you are trying to match servanthood and leadership, that's when you become something that can do 
those next levels of leadership where you can create other leaders and you can replicate yourself. Without those being married, you'll never replicate yourself and you'll always stay at the lowest levels of leadership. Wait, wait, wait. Without those two being married, you can never replicate yourself and you will always stay at the low levels of leadership. I don't know if I'm the only one who heard that. I told you, ladies and gentlemen, from the beginning that Mr. Ryan is a skilled communicator with a passion for leadership. And he said, the process of development is ongoing and we should never give up on that process. And right now he just told us to keep growing. And he's telling us that if we marry the concept of leadership and the concept of servanthood together, then we give ourselves the power, the greater strength to be able to replicate ourselves and to be able to um, reach out to many more people and to be more powerful in what we want to do. So if you're out there and you've been saying, I just want to serve, I don't want to be a leader. I just want to serve. I don't want to be a leader. <laughs> Guess what? What you're saying is, I want to limit myself from what Mr. Ryan is saying. I want to limit myself because like what our guests are saying, there has to be a marriage between serving and leading, between servanthood and leadership because we'll come to that later on. I see Mr. Ralph has something he wants to tell us. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much, um, great panelists, uh, Ryan and my uh, own beloved brother, Ralph Tijin. This is an, an, an awesome opportunity to share. I just was drinking from the streams that were flowing and, and then I was just looking at this leadership and seven wood. And I was now focusing on the biblical, from a biblical, philosophical, and practical perspective. I discovered that um, the, examining the exclusivity or inclusivity is tied to one thing, and it is tied to um, putting the needs of others first. Putting the needs of others first. Wow. And yes, and I, I just discovered that even amongst the 12 disciples of Jesus, this issue of who is the greatest came up. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, in Mark chapter 9, verse 35, <laughs> Jesus' disciples, after they were in the, you know, in the process of relating with him, they were trying to find out who would be the greatest amongst all of us, <laughs> you know. So there is there is an inner desire in, in the heart of every human being to rise to the place of prominence, to rise to the place of influence, to rise to the place of power, to rise to the place of authority. But and significance, you know, and significance. But those those things, you know, according to uh, leadership philosophy and understanding the practice of leadership, that's the lowest possible ranking in leadership. And I would want to say that. The way to the top, according to Jesus, is under. You know, he says, you know, in, in the book of Luke chapter uh, 16, verse 12, he says, if you're not faithful with 
another man's own business. You know, who would give you your own? How do you enter into a place of authority, power, influence? Right. If you did not serve others to bring others, you know, if you had no opportunity to, to raise others, how would you be raised sustainably? That's why people rise up to places of position and authority and soon they crash because they didn't go through the process of serving and, and, and going through that mentorship, going through that, you know, that, that apprenticeship. It's what guarantees sustained leadership greatness. So it is kind of intertwined. If you want to be a great leader, you must be a great servant. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Wow. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Um, the topic for today is servant or leader. Servant or leader. And we are digging to discover the nuggets that make us to be people of value, adding value to others. People of value, adding value to others. And at Leaders World Institute, this is what we do. We build, equip, and we train leaders for excellence in the marketplace and in the ministry. We'll be right back. For your corporate and personal needs. Leaders World Institute. Changing lives. One leader at a time. We are drawing um, close. I think we just had a climax there and we are drawing close <laughs> um, towards um, our close, but we, we wouldn't want to go without delving deeper into the biblical perspectives on leadership, biblical perspectives on, on leadership. What is this all about? Is it something that should be coveted? Should we desire to be in positions of leadership? Isn't it prideful? <laughs> I am, I'm talking the way some people do, you know. Isn't it prideful to want to be a leader? Like, you know, just be content with mm, just do a little bit here and a little bit there. Maybe when you can, and if you cannot, okay. And uh, this prominence thing, it's tied to leadership and uh, this may not be something for me. What's the biblical perspective? Because um, if we've said that leadership is the capacity to influence others and to inspire them and to motivate them with passion, and, and to ignite vision in them and bring a conviction. And it's also influence. If we say this is all what leadership is. And, and I heard um, Dr. Ralph talking a lot about the positional leader, the positional leader, uh, that, that was the least level of leadership. But some people, don't even have those positions. And we heard Mr. Ryan saying that at some point it's not even about the positions. It's just about you influencing others and bringing value to them. And he looked at the family, he looked at um, other interactions with people around you. So this concept of leadership, 
uh, zero down a little bit more on the biblical perspectives on leadership and is this something that should be encouraged at all? And I was thinking Mr. Dijon could begin by throwing that light with us. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I mean, I, I think uh, Bishop said it all. Um, you know, one of the things he says is uh, leadership is really about putting the need of people first. Uh, that's what Bishop just said. And there's nothing more than that. Uh, we say leadership is influence. And believe it or not, we are all leaders. If you're a human being, you are a leader. You are lead unto certain capacities. Um, and, and whatever you lead, you have to put a need of other first. Uh, you probably see the problem or see properties problem at a certain level and bring the influence to move them from point A to point B. Uh, so, uh, and we should strive every day to increase our level of leadership. John, uh, 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 our mentor, John uh, Maxwell, talked about five le uh, level of leadership. Uh, most of the time, we don't even get to the first level. But the good news also, he talked about 360 degree leader. So we can influence from wherever we are. You can lead as a young man. You can lead as a mother. You can lead as a father. You can lead even from wherever you are. If you need to influence people to move them from point A to, to point B. And sometimes I think the downfall is that uh, since leadership is taking responsibility too, we don't want to take responsibility. We don't want to be a way, way, We way, want Mr. somebody no. to take the blame. And you just <laughs> nailed it. You just nailed it. Can you say that again? No, I have never seen it this way. And I am thinking, oh, maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Maybe the reason why some people push off the idea of being a leader is because of the responsibility. Can you just throw more light on that, sir? Yes, I mean, leadership is accountability. Like I said, Bishop said very, very well. If you want to be a responsible father, you must stand up and become a leader. If you want to be a responsible child, student, wherever you are, even at work, leadership is about accountability. Take responsibility. Why do we ship to another person? You know, sometimes we need a position or we need, to, uh, like I said earlier, the way it goes in Africa, we need that to sit on that chair and ship the blame and not take responsibility. Uh, so, so uh, to really, to <laughs> really, uh, uh, believe it or not, to really, really uh, uh, um, be fulfilled in life, uh, we have to make sure we grow our leadership because not only that, leadership means, as you know, we all know, uh, uh, every human being, they do what they do because of reason, because they want to make their six human needs. And the leadership, it throws that what uh, the, uh, I think Bishop said earlier about the need of significance and also the contribution. So we have to exercise our leadership. If you stop exercising your leadership, you cannot be fulfilled in life. If you have a husband 
and I don't leave my home. I don't do what I'm supposed to do. Take care of my children and be that leader for my for my for my household. I will feel I, I will feel this great. I will feel this pride. So leadership is not something was optional in the life of any human being. From whatever we are, we must increase our leadership level. That's why I believe an institute like Little War, a Little War is there to challenge you to increase your level. As you go, you need to increase what you know or what you knew yesterday. That's not what you, you know, the, the knowledge or the level, uh, you know, you had yesterday as a leader. That's not what you need to move on, uh, to, 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 to move into tomorrow. So uh, there's a strong need of increase. You know, even in the Bible, we can look in the Bible. As when you start, you know, God give us responsibility. He give us accountability. He make us accountable. He say, you tear the ground. You take care of the ground. You protect it. Wow. Responsibility. And, uh, wow. and, and and I believe we that's exactly what we need to hold on to it and, wow. uh, and challenge ourselves. Um, you know, watch the show right. like this. All of Brick's leader, just like Coach and drive and and just to challenge ourselves to become a better leader. Wow. wow, thank you so much. And one of our viewers, Raphael, has posted a question, how important is accountability and responsibility in leadership? And I think that's what Mr. Dijon has been handling with us. He also sent another question, can you be uh, do as I say and not as I do leader? <laughs> Are the benefits of being a leader by example? Those are some of the things we've been handling on this broadcast. Ladies and gentlemen, like I said, we are going down to the close. We are looking at biblical perspectives and we will be right back. For your corporate and personal needs. Ladies World Institute, changing lives, one leader at a time. Biblical perspectives, that's what we are looking at right now. And I'll, um, I'll turn my attention to Mr. Ryan Hansberger, who is here with us, um, sir. Yeah, so um, I, I don't mind the commercials, but I was chomping at it and nodding my head. You can't see it, of course, but with, with everything that was said there, I wanted to add, it is about intentionality. If we are not intentional with our actions and we decide that we want to stay where we are uh, just by either being lazy or deciding that we've achieved it, that's, that's, where, that's where those things happen. And then from a biblical perspective, we can relate it to our, to our relationship with Christ. When we're lukewarm, when we just sit still, he will spit us out of his mouth. He doesn't want us to be lukewarm. He wants our intent to be continuing to go after him. And so everything that we see modeled in scripture should also work in a scenario. If you're not intentional to push against the boundaries of what you think you can do with leadership and influence, right. you'll never develop. We'll always be on baby's milk. And, right. um, and, and so I, I, I always like to use the example of a toddler. You know, because also as, as, a, as a leader, if you're influencing other people, when you're teaching other people, if a toddler 
is trying to learn how to walk. They obviously see you walking, right? But if you're sitting there and you're doing the do as I say, not as I do, that's kind of like tripping a toddler. Nobody would think that's a good idea. The toddler would 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 maybe get hurt, maybe not want to try to walk again. Um, so it would bruise their ability. Say it again. Did you, are you saying that it's about leadership by example? Yes. Yep. We need to be careful that we are that we are helping through intentionality, helping other people to develop as well. We don't okay. want to be the reason why they delay or don't reach the potential that they should reach. Oh wow! Oh wow! Thank you so so much. And I'm turning myself to um, um, the doctor, uh, Doctor Ralph Echu. We're looking at the biblical perspectives on leadership and. Um, Mr. Ryan has told us about intentionality. We have to be intentional about our growth. And um, I heard that really clear, and I even wrote down there is a call to growth in my notes. Uh, for those of you watching, I hope you're taking down your notes. <laughs> I wrote in my notes, there is a call to growth. So, um, the which means there is really no reason from what our guests are saying for you to desire to remain small because if what you're doing is good and it's adding value you want to multiply that impact you want to multiply that in the lives of others so um being a servant leader is what we're looking at and we have determined from the conversations that to be a leader, a leader is a servant. And if you are a true servant, then you are a leader. They won't make all the other. Um, we've looked at people with positions who lead, and we've also seen people with no positions who lead because leadership is influence. So long as we are able to influence people, we are leading them in one way or the other. We want to multiply that influence, that impact, and the dimensions of that impact. Um, Reverend Ralph. Thank you so much. Um, leadership, seven biblical perspective. Yes, sir. Um, looking at the scripture in Matthew chapter 23, verse 11, Jesus spoke clearly. He says, the greatest, the greatest amongst you must be the servant of all. Mm. This speaks volume. This speaks volume. This is very huge. So I would summarize by saying, according to the word of Ralph, Emerson, Wilder. This guy, he spoke something very powerfully. He said, he said, your actions are so loud that I can, I cannot hear what you're saying. So, answering the question of mm -hmm. Ralph, a leader must be someone who actually manifest in every way by example his leadership principles mm -hmm. and 
by practice his leadership principles. He should be able to demonstrate that in everyday life. And so the, the basic tenets to me of leadership is servanthood, exemplary leadership by service. And then, and once you know you do that, it becomes true that, like Joshua, his only qualification was that Joshua Moses servant. But because of that, that 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 title. Wait, that, his only qualification was Joshua Moses servant. And 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 when Moses, when Moses was called up at the end of his presidentship of the nation, or, you know, the, the, the next person in line, well, it was not the, the qualified lawyers, you know. <laughs> it was not the, 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 the great, you know, aristocrats or, you know, professors. And he was, God looked at who? God looked at the best qualification as far as God is concerned, it's the qualification of servanthood. And Moses, servant Joshua, was the one who was chosen. Not the priest. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Reverend Dr. Ralph Echu. You've been listening to. It has been training leaders um, for more than two decades. And today he is telling us, it's mind-blowing the way you put it. <laughs> The only qualification that he had was Moses, uh, Joshua, Moses' servant. That was his CV. And that was his CV. Mm -hmm. And that's what qualified him to lead millions of people after Moses was gone. And um, I wanted to add something to that. Go ahead, sir. I'm, I'm just thinking on this. Um, I feel that it's also important, yes, Joshua served, but let's also remember he stood by faith on what God said, despite this, Joshua and Caleb stood by faith on what God said, despite all other evidence saying otherwise. Right, right. And that's, a, that's a key thing, because our authority must line up. Wow authority must line up we'd just like to get your last words um gentlemen thank you so much for responding to our invitation and we have just been um truly thankful and we still are for every contribution you've brought to us today people of value adding value to others and that's who we are um your last word uh sir mr dejong Yeah, uh, thank you so much. And hey, I, I really have fun. Uh, whenever we talk about leadership, I always get excited. You guys can see I get lined up because I remember when I was not, I was lost, I was confused until I met John. Um, and, and you know, got, got in, under his leadership and started grow every day. Um, one of the things I always tell people is that whatever you dream of it, whatever you're trying to accomplish, whatever you're trying to become, 
know that and remember that you have to become that person in order to achieve that. You must grow. You must develop yourself. You must grow your leadership capacity. Uh, I, I don't care what it is. You know, the matter of fact, when you look in your life, everything reflects your level of leadership, your income, the size of your ministry, the size of what you're doing, the, even the type of job you have, it reflects your, your level of leadership. If you want to do, and, and Jim Ron said this, he said, work on yourself more than you work on your job. <laughs> this leadership like matter, and it's not a joke. If you, <laughs> if you ever, ever want to move from where you are, even one step, develop yourself. And, and again, uh, 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 Bishop, I, I bless you. I remember when I met you guys back in George in Tech Dallas a right. couple of years back. I sat there and then we finished a big seminar. I could remember what came out of me. And, and yes. you guys was able to make me see what I never, you know, things that I was lacking. You challenged me, you steered me. Yes. And, you know, and you are doing that to so many people. I, yes. I just want to challenge some of the listeners. So you may go through there and be like, hey, man, this is just, this was a lot. Maybe this is your only opportunity. You may have been stuck. You're probably trying to figure things out. If you don't grow yourself to be that person who can solve your problem, you will leave a lack of frustration the rest of your life. So grow yourself. Challenge yourself. Follow this group. Learn. Maybe what happened to me will happen to you tomorrow. But whatever you do. Grow yourself. Grow yourself. Leadership is influence. Leadership is adding value to people, but that value must flow from you to other people. You can't give to people what you don't have. That's why, wow. even though we say add value, if you don't have value, what are you going to add to people? Nothing. Wow. Add value to yourself. And wow. then you can do this. Thank you so much. Wow, 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 wow. I could feel that again. I could just feel it. Thank you so much, um, ladies and gentlemen, um, dear viewers. That was Mr. Raphael Deschamps, the leader of the founder of the organization I Lead Global. You can know more about I Lead Global by going online and just typing I Lead Global, and you will find out what iLead Global can do for you, and you can partner with iLead Global and be part of what Mr. Raphael Dijon is doing. He is an entrepreneur and he is a missionary doing amazing things and changing communities. He is someone you would like to connect with. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you for honoring our invitation. And I'll turn my attention to um, Mr. Ryan Hansberger, who has been uh, pouring out his heart um, with us uh, on this broadcast. Sir, your last word. Thank you. Uh, this, has been, this has been an honor. I, I really enjoy it. I hope there's more of these. I, I wanted to, I wanted to, to end with uh, Alfred Benoit, who developed the IQ test. He believed, I mean, obviously we go from a biblical perspective. That's where we're grounded. But there are a lot of people who may listen to this who may not believe the same that we believe. So it's important to also look at it from other perspectives. Yes. And see that it still lines up. Um, he believed that education and practice could bring about fundamental changes in intelligence. He says that he believes that with practice, training, and above all method, 
we manage to increase our attention, our memory, our judgment, and literally to become more intelligent than we were before. That's not to say that everybody uh, accomplishes everything that they're set out to, but what we've been given from the start is just the, the opening ingredients. If we stay in a fixed mindset, this is Carol Dweck now, fixed mindset creates an urgency to need to prove ourselves over and over. And we get locked into that mindset at an early age so that if we do not accomplish, we are not successful. And that's, that's a really dangerous place to be. Whereas if we are in a, in a growth mindset, the basic qualities are the things that you can cultivate through your efforts. Again, that intentionality. Everyone can change and grow through application and experience. So that's why that development or that, that desire to continue to learn, it's ingrained in us because that's what God the Father has put in us. But we, it's our job to be intentional to turn that switch on and go against it. And the last thing I'll say is you have to understand that the enemy, the true enemy that we have in this life, is going to do everything he can to keep from that. So knowing the pitfalls that come with our personality types or those things, those 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 things that are inherent in us, knowing that there's black spots, uh, black black ice on the roads, knowing that there's the possibility of something that's going to knock us off track, is part of the battle. You have to know that it's going to be a battle for growth, but it is so worth it. Yes, it is so worth it. If you heard, like I'm hearing, there is a thing wow. running current in the last words of our guests it's growth 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 grow yourself there, so there is a call to growth and um sir dr ralph uh jesus said thank you ryan thank you uh, ralph thank you uh, suzanne this is wonderful uh, jesus said you are the light of this world he says a city that is built on a hill cannot be hidden. Light comes into darkness to do what? To tear the path and show the way. A leader is someone who knows the way, who goes the way, and who shows that way. Many great leaders don't actually set out, you know, to become, they want to become leaders. No, they set out to do what? To make a difference. They, they, they set out to make a difference in their community. They set out to make a difference in their generation. And, wow. and so they never set out to play a role. You see, they always, they always focus on a goal. <laughs> yep, so they focus on a goal. So, you know, uh, leadership is the capacity, you know, to, to translate wow. your vision, your vision into a reality. You know, so wow. in leaders, well, we, 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 we have a flagship program, which is give your vision wings. You know, I, I challenge you, if you are listening to us, text, inbox, write, call Susan, let, be part of the next Give Your Vision Wings program because that is where it begins. Leadership begins with a vision, translating that vision into reality, you know, making a difference, wow. you know, taking, take, I mean, using the gifts and talent of God that is within you, not to, not, to, I mean, to put it in the full expression. And I would say that is, don't set out to, to, to just be, play a role, but set out to make a difference. Put the need of others first. The first shall become the last, but the last shall become first. Wow. Thank wow. you so much. Wow. I would have had 
I have so many notes and I was thinking I was going to speak and say some things, but you know what? Right now I don't have anything to say. We just heard from the executive administrator of Leaders World Institute and that's Mr. Ryan Hansberger. And we also heard from um, the executive director of Leaders World Institute and that's Dr. Ralph Echu. Uh, gentlemen, thank you so much. I truly appreciate it. Mr. Dijon, thank you so much for coming. We thank you for, yes, we thank you for all the the input and all the contribution you've brought to us today. Thank you so much. We, we are hoping to have you on the broadcast another time, hopefully. And thank you so much, Mr. Ryan. Um, it's just been so impactful and powerful. And that growth mindset thing, you know, I'm just going to live with this and, and keep thinking about that growth mindset and what I need to do to grow uh, myself. And Dr. Ralph Echo, thank you so much, sir, for availing yourself to be used by God in this tremendous way. Um, this platform wouldn't have been without your a visionary leadership, sir. I'm saying thank you so much. And to all our viewers, thank you so much for hanging in there with us while we get this conversation, um, while we get this conversation through. I'm sure you have had your notes. We'll be seeing you again in two weeks with another topic to add value, to build, to equip, to train. Our information is going down on the bar. It's crawling the bar. You can reach us. You can contact us for your leadership needs. And we are here to serve. Thank you for staying with us. For your corporate and personal needs. Leaders World Institute. Changing lives. One leader at a time. <laughs>